This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. New numbers on growth in the U.S. economy are due out later this morning from the U.S. Commerce Department. NPR's Scott Horsley reports financial analysts believe the U.S. economy expanded at a solid pace in the final months of last year, largely due to consumer spending. Forecasters think the economy grew at an annual pace of 2 percent or more during October, November, and December. That would be a slowdown from the breakneck speed of the previous quarter, but still very respectable growth. Many economists raised their GDP forecast last week after a better-than-expected report on December's retail sales. Chief economist Mark Zandi of Moody's Analytics says American shopping habits are in a comfortable zone, not too hot or too cold. They're spending just enough to keep the economy moving forward, but not so much that it would fan inflationary pressures. GDP growth for all of 2023 was likely much stronger than expected at the beginning of the year, when many forecasters thought rising interest rates would tip the economy into recession. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. Former President Donald Trump is warning anyone who donates to the campaign of rival Nikki Haley will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. He's apparently still angry that Haley won't quit the presidential race. Despite Haley's tenacity, NPR's Domenico Montanaro says the general election is shaping up clearly between Trump and President Biden. This is pretty ironic, considering that both men are unpopular, people continue to say they're both too old to be president, and people are not enthusiastic about a potential Biden-Trump rematch. But voters in their parties in these early primary states are saying that's exactly what they do want. And it's going to be acrimonious. It's going to be ugly like we saw in 2020. But it's pretty much been the most likely outcome all along. NPR's Domenico Montanaro reporting. The next presidential contests are in Nevada and South Carolina. The trial gets underway in earnest today for a woman whose son carried out a mass school shooting in Michigan in 2021. Jennifer Crumbly faces four counts of involuntary manslaughter. From member station WDET, Alex McLennan reports prosecutors allege she could have prevented the attack. The trial is being viewed as one that could set a national precedent. It's the first time parents have been criminally prosecuted over a school shooting carried out by their child. Jennifer Crumbly's husband, James Crumbly, faces identical charges. His trial starts in March. Meanwhile, the couple's son, Ethan Crumbly, who pleaded guilty to the Oxford High School shooting, is appealing his life without parole sentence. His state-appointed attorneys have requested certain documents and communications from the teen not be used during his parents' trial. It's unclear how the Oakland County Court responded to that notice. For NPR News, I'm Alex McLennan in Detroit. You're listening to NPR News. A new report finds housing is unaffordable for half of all renters in the United States. As NPR's Jennifer Ludden reports, rents were driven higher early in the coronavirus pandemic. In 2022, half of renters paid more than 30 percent of their income for rent and utilities. And for many, it was more than 50 percent, according to Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies. Lead author Whitney Erigodo-Bricky says that includes millions working full time. 
We actually saw increases across every single income category that we look at, which sort of surprised us. This month, rent hikes pushed Genuine Campbell to move her family in with friends in Philadelphia. She hopes to find a cheaper place for around $1,000 rent. It's like a, you're dreaming of, of, of a fairy tale. The Harvard report notes millions of once low-cost apartments have been priced higher, and most new construction is higher end. Jennifer Ludden, NPR News. President Biden has vetoed a Republican bill that would have blocked some foreign-made parts and chargers for electric vehicles. The ban would have applied to chargers that were federally funded. The White House says that the bill would have blocked a rule from the Reagan administration that allows some federal money to be spent on products that are made outside the U.S. The Federal Aviation Administration will allow some grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets resume flying. They were grounded for inspection after a door plug blew off one of the models during flight this month. But the FAA administrator warns Boeing will face additional inspections. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.